0: And we are here to talk to you today about booze and rom-coms. And Amelie, more specifically. More specifically, Amelie is the name of the rom-com we are going to be talking about today. This is, I. what is this, 33 on the list, I think? You got the list, not me. It's 32. We're getting down there. We are getting down there. I'm checking them off because... You like to check off lists. It makes me feel accomplished. Yeah, I agree. So we're gonna be talking about Omni, our second foreign film. Yes, in, in a row, and in, in a row. And I think that's gonna be it, though, for foreign films. Okay. Yeah. I I don't know, but yeah. yeah. So I think it's I think that's it. Um, and I have to say, much more enjoyable than Ballypock. Agreed. Yeah. Very much agreed. I had seen this before you. Uh, I, I think I thought I saw it before, but I'm pretty sure I only saw half of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it was the first half. Cause I don't, didn't really remember Ni- Nino. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Good times. Good times. Uh, so Amelie was pretty big when it first came out. Like I remember it being nominated for a bunch of stuff and it was big during awards season. Mm-hmm. Um, besides Audrey Tateau? Sure. I don't know anybody else who's in this movie. Let me try to pronounce their names for you. Oh, I cannot wait. All right. So let me just say that Amelie came out in 2001. And the other stars besides Audrey Tautou are Mathieu Kassovitz as Nino, Raphael Pou- Oh. No, I'm sorry. Raphael Poulain is the character's name, but the guy who plays him is just named Rufus. Nice. There's no <laughs> last name. His <laughs> name is just Rufus. And I was really taken aback. <sighs> um, Serge Merlin is uh, the glass man or Mr. Dufail. Mm-hmm. Um, G- Jamel DeBussy is Lucien. Do I have to keep going? No, I think that's good. Do you have the dad anywhere? That was Rufus. Oh, that was Rufus. (laughs) Oh, okay. Like Madonna, just Rufus. I have like one of my first notes on here was there's no way I'm going to be able to keep all these people straight. Like, I I mean, if you put a picture of them in front of me, I I can tell you what part they play. Not yeah. their names. I probably couldn't even tell you the character name besides Nino and Amelie. I remember Georgette and Gina and Suzette and Mr. Dufayel. You're way better at this than I am. I have a really good memory for names. This is uh, This is an ongoing theme with me, though. I can't remember any of them. This goes back to Waitress. Could not remember any of them. I can still remember them. Oh, but I was good with the sisters last movie. So, yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. I had to write down a chart (laughs) on the last one for the sisters. Anyway, so please, Marie, introduce this drink. So the drink um, for today, it's called the windmill because Amelie worked at the two windmills. So we have the windmill. We drink two drinks. So we're going to the two windmills. What? (laughs) Uh, Marie found a couple other drinks that had really good names. Yeah. one, One was the dreamer, which was a constant theme in this movie and her not wanting to live in reality and everything. But... Special order. Special order. The ingredient, Yeah. It sounded gross, but I was like, we can't avoid it. It's the drink, but we got to avoid it because it's a special order. And the other one was just ginger ale and whiskey. Oh, and it was called the imagination or something. Yeah. Imagination. Because it says she likes to use her imagination. Yeah. So ginger ale and whiskey. And I was like, "Mm, that's boring. Yeah. So instead, we're drinking the windmill, which is vodka, creme de cacao, cocoa. Cacao? I would pronounce that word cacao Okay, creme de cacao Cacao, cacao (laughs) Thank you (laughs) And galliano And it smells a little bit like root beer to me It shockingly does So I'm a little And it looks like root beer You'll see the picture on Instagram But I'm a little excited It tastes like root beer Somewhat You don't like it. You're giving me a a shudder. It's the aftertaste is very anise. And it kind of took me aback a little bit. It doesn't bother me. It's not my favorite. I think it's just, maybe it's just all the vodka. It's all alcohol. So I think it's just an overbearing aftertaste. Maybe I uh, just have a little remnant of quesadilla going on and it's helping me with the taste. It is root beerish, hmm So it's not terrible. Maybe that's the creme. It's more of a sipping. I took a bigger swig that time, and it was harder. Um, the Galliano, which I had never heard before. Nope. It is a liqueur. It is vanilla anise with a slight citrusy, woodsy undertone to it is what the description was. But I definitely woodsy? get... I, I don't know how the fuck you taste a wood taste in a drink. I don't know. Cool. Right. So, but I definitely get the vanilla and the anise. Yes, I do too. It. I wonder if vanilla vodka would go better with that rather than just regular vodka. Ooh, I bet it would. I wonder if we could tweak that. We do have vanilla vodka. Is it in the rules to tweak it? We've tweaked things before. We have. Yeah. For tweakers, not the meth kind. I was thinking more like nipple, but that's also <laughs> way weird. <forward. laughs> so moving on, nipples. I don't know. Who was? What movie was that? Um, The Wedding Singer. Remember? She works with my nipples, not tweaks. Uh, uh, no, but then she someone. The old lady nipples. tells Drew Barrymore he has to move out sometime with all the nipple. Tw- play that happens in that house or something like that. I don't remember. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. Should be on the list. Anyway. It's on the one fifty. Give us a summary. You didn't prepare Jack's shit, did you? I never prepare anything. I just like to fly by Shh, the seat We are of the my consummate pants. professionals. Yes. Right. So this movie is about Amelie, who is a <sighs> insightful a lonely child and continues to be lonely and is also a lonely woman as she grows up and she lives in France and she works as a waitress in a restaurant called the two windmills we might have mentioned that and uh she doesn't really like love doesn't have an interest for it i w- i would say she has an interest in love she doesn't have an interest in sex is this your summary bitch oh sorry She doesn't have an interest in relationships for her. And she's just a lonely woman until one day she finds Nino. And then she goes on a mission to know him and helps people. She finds... I'm sorry. No, that's the end. Okay. I would say she found his album of photos and it intrigues her so she kind of wants to get to know this guy who found these random photo booth photos so important that they were like torn up too and he would piece them back together yeah yeah it's she didn't understand it. she enjoyed looking at the pictures and kind of analyzing like the bald guy oh that was my note Ha! the bald guy solution it's the bald guy that was in the photos yes I couldn't think of why I wrote something down but now I remember it Marie was looking at her notes and she goes can you figure out why I wrote this down and I asked the question is it relating to this movie and she said yes so obviously I could not help her but I got it got it yes okay so I think she's just fascinated with the guy who found these random, insignificant things fascinating. Insignific- insignificant, to most, but not yeah, to not to her. her. Um, yeah, and then she wants to get to know him, and she wants to do good. She wants to improve people's lives. Yes. Oh, I was I couldn't figure I couldn't remember for a second how that started because before she didn't care, but then she found that box. Yes. Which I swear to god that's my life stream to find like a hidden compartment and find buried treasure. Treasure, treasure. That was Okay, I think that this could play into our believability segment. Which is the next segment. Yes. Fancy that. Very fancy. So, finding the box in the wall. So, like, she dropped something as she was doing something in the bathroom. Lady Di died, and she was watching the news, and she was so shocked, she dropped a perfume bottle top, and yeah. it rolled, and then it, yeah. It hit part of the baseboard, which she saw wasn't completely attached to the wall. So, she took that baseboard off. And there was a hidden compartment inside the wall. This compartment was huge. Big compartment. I would. That was my unbelievable thing about that. Like just how that. Big, it, just it was a just giant space in the wall. It was a giant space in the wall. Like not that there is necessarily something hidden in it. Yeah. Just how big the space was. So she pulled the box out blew dust off of it onto the floor, which was also unbelievable because I would never would oh, have done that. I would have done that. I would have gotten a wet paper towel and wiped it off neatly. So Absolutely that the dust not. did not get on the floor. Nope. I would have blown off the dust. So unbelievable for you maybe, but not unbelievable for me. I would have just blown it. And then the dust would have sat there until I vacuumed it in like three months. Don't look at me like that. It's just how it goes. But it was easily avoidable. I wouldn't have had the time or the patience to go get a wet paper towel to wipe it off. I would want to open the box immediately. Your house is not that big. You don't keep paper towels under your bathroom sink or something? No, I don't have paper towels. Well, maybe I use you bamboo should. paper towels in the kitchen and I wash them because I'm all about that green life. <laughs> I'm all about that green life. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. That's. I just do little things. That's it. But little fam- things add up to big things. Thanks, Marie. You're welcome. I appreciate the efforts you make. Thanks. Um, My husband sure doesn't. Well, that's because he likes straws. <laughs> he likes to suck on those tiny schwanzas. Tiny Schwanzes. <laughs> Bringing it back. Bringing oh, it yeah. back. Podcast one. What? I apologize if you can hear the dogs cry in the background. I will beat them shortly. they the big boys. Stop it now. They're so sad. <laughs> they know better. They've lived, in, they've lived a life of just being beaten down and <laughs> yeah, berated. Yeah, right. Those guys live in the lap of luxury. They do look sad, though. Um, so, yeah, that was something I found unbelievable, but I guess it's not that unbelievable. It's not unbelievable. I think you're just neater than most people. You see this house. Your house is neater than my house. No, that's because there's a kid on the floor. Oh, that's true, I guess. <sighs> um, I'm going to go into my next unbelievability thing. The heart defect thing. That was next up on my list. Why the fuck wouldn't you get a second opinion? He's an army doctor, and they're just going to like... Just let it go and never go see another doctor, get another second opinion, get, I mean, this is the nineties, like the 97 or well. So, okay. It would have been in the eighties, I think Mm -hmm. because she was 23 or whatever, but like there's heart monitors and shit that they could have used to diagnose this supposed heart defect. Her parents were the worst. They were such bad parents. Their likes and dislikes made me hate them. (laughs) I I did like... I liked how she went through the likes and dislikes. I wrote that down that I liked that too. Yeah. Uh, I just... The description that... All she wanted was a hug from her father. So when he would give her her checkup, her heart would pound so hard because it excited her that they were having physical contact. Yeah. It was so sad. It was really sad. So just that part right there, I was like, oh, this girl's going to be fucked up for life. She wasn't too fucked up. She didn't have relationships, but she, like, was fine. She broke into people's houses on a regular basis under the guise of improving their life. That was awesome. I thought it was really funny. Oh, it was funny, but it's fucked up. Believable? No. Believable that you would do it once, maybe, and not get caught, but to do it repeatedly and never get caught, ever? Well, she got caught because uh, the glass man knew. Yeah, but he's our friend, so he really didn't give a shit what she was doing. I think he kind of understood her. Yeah, they were both kind of shut-ins. Yeah, and they would have talks about his painting, and they would talk about Amelie under the guise of the woman with the glass. Mm-hmm. So he did understand her. But she still broke into people's houses. And that's not okay. Although it was very satisfying to watch. Oh, yeah. I love that she broke into that grocer's. Calling. young. calling none. His name is C-O-L-L-I-G-N-O-N. Colin, Colin, Colin go down the John or something like that. Uh, That was really funny too. Yeah. And that that was another, that was another thing that I, I couldn't decide if it was believable or not, how he treated, how the grocer treated. I thought it was believable. Unfortunately I did. I don't, I couldn't see customers putting up with someone treating someone else like that. If it's, if it's like a community that you've been in your entire life and you've seen this man, I don't know, it seemed like a close knit community. I I don't know. I didn't think it twice about it. Okay. I mean I thought it was awful, but I didn't doubt the believability, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, I felt really bad for how Lucian? that Lucian. Yeah, Lucian and how he was treated. But it also seemed like people also felt for him they just didn't want to stand up to the grocer. Calling Kolignon. So, you think her breaking into the house is believable? I don't know. <laughs> I I don't I don't know. I today know because everybody has alarm systems and stuff and I, I thought it was weird that everybody had like a skeleton key in the 90s. Did you find that weird? I don't know if it was a skeleton key or if they just... It was just g- like an antique. Well, they the people who would get their groceries delivered gave the grocer their house key. Oh. So Lucien had a copy of all of those people's house keys so he could just okay. put the groceries inside their house. Okay. But she didn't get the copy from Lucien. She got it because Colignon left it in the door that one day. That's how she got his. But remember, she did ask Lucien if he had a copy of everyone's key. I don't remember. Who, who else's keys did? Oh, yeah. She got Madeline's. Whoever the lady with the letters was. I guess I know the names better than I thought I did. Yeah. Madeline. Um, Like Mary Magdalene, Madeline Wells, Wells as in tears, destined to cry. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that was really dramatic. Well, a lot of this was. I uh, mean, none of this movie is not believable in the slightest. Oh, no, not at all. Starting from when she was a kid with the whole dad not touching her. So her heart would beat. And so he was like, oh, heart problem. No. And blubber the fish who commits, tries to commit suicide. So they just put him in a creek. And then the mom throws the glass bowl in the creek after the fish. Oh my God. Yeah. And then a lady commits suicide and then kills the mom because (laughs) she jumped on the mom too. (laughs) I mean, not out of the realm of possibility, I guess, but it's a one in a gazillion. Yes. Chance. Yes. Um, Another unbelievable thing, who gives somebody a gnome as a retirement present, especially if you're in the army? I don't know. The only way I could make sense of that is if it was an inside joke, but he his sense of humor did not seem that good. H- his sense of humor was nil. He liked cleaning out his tool bo- toolbox. He liked peeling off wallpaper. What was the third one? I don't know, but both of those things I would find satisfying. Cleaning out a toolbox? Like, that's not what I want to do. But it's satisfying. Like, when the mom was said cleaning out the purse. I guess. I just feel like it's sad that that's their likes. Like, I like a hot dog. <laughs> And not in a sexual manner. I just, I just love hot dogs. (laughs) Thanks for clarifying. (laughs) (laughs) I like hot dogs. Best brand of hot dog. Hebrew National. Really? 100%. No hesitation. Great hot dogs. I think those have nitrates in them. What's your favorite brand of hot dogs? Right now we just eat ballpark. No nitrates. I don't. Ballpark Angus beef. Your hot dogs are Angus beef? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like ballpark. Yeah, (laughs) we, we've gone through the, we've run through the gamut and finally we had to settle on something that had no nitrates. Nathan's is really good too. Nathan's. We used to like the ones that were New York or New York city brand. I forget. It just has the skyline of New York on them. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. Um, what do you like? If you had to have like three likes and dislikes, what would be one of your likes? I'm not asking for all three. I want to know one like. Oh, what would one of yours be? Hot dogs? I just said hot dogs. <sighs> uh, I have actually a really funny like. I like it whenever somebody's change is 41 cents because you grab a single coin from each of the tills. so maybe that's a like like Raphael's and Amandine's how often does 41 cents happen probably like a few times a day oh nice yeah it's great I think that one of my likes would be after I write something down with a pen smelling the fresh ink that came on the paper not dropping your drink on it and smearing the ink no that would be a dislike (laughs) that's very specific yes nice i like to write things down and then smell what i wrote down i always thought you liked the smell of the books and that's why you always smelled it um i do like the smell of books and i smell books frequently but i also like if I'm at work and I write something down, I don't care who's around me. I stop and smell it. Uh, One dislike. Let's go. And then we'll get back to the Oh, one dislike. I thought you were going to say me for a second. I thought you <laughs> no. were just going to look at me and go, you. No, I was <laughs> trying to think of something that wouldn't be like mud, get- mud on white shoes. Can't spoil those kicks, huh? Keds or Kicks? Kicks. Oh, okay. Because the Keds are the ones that had mud on them. So like, I didn't know if you were. No. Did your kids have mud on them? Yeah, they do. You're not going <laughs> to win Pam Beasley's Whitest Keds Award? <laughs> no. This drink? Um, no, I, I don't like this drink, but I wouldn't say it's one of my dislikes. It's a little burny, the more that I drink it. Yeah, it's strong. Um, I think one of my dislikes would have to be when I'm watching TV and there's a lot of crunching happening. <laughs> <laughs> would you care to like elaborate on that? Loud chewers. I don't like loud chewers. How about that? Okay. I think that's better. Loud chewers. Loud chewers. I You're- also You have to edit that out. I'm not editing it out. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Um, another thing I hate that I dislike um, is whenever you go into a public restro- restroom and there's a pube on the toilet. Oh, I hate that too. I always try to blow it away. <laughs> yeah, me too. Just like <laughs> <laughs> and when it doesn't move it's like the worst it's oh, like oh what is it sticking to right pee, now definitely pee oh, i sometimes think i'm gonna give my daughter a complex because when she's potty trained i'm gonna start carrying like a pack of clorox wipes and wipe toilets off before oh, i use a paper tent that's too long that takes too long oh i always do it uh i don't know i don't think so Uh, This is going into a crazy digression right now, but speaking of being a crazy person with Clorox wipes, whenever um, James and I went to, on our way to Rome on our flight there, there was a woman in front of us who got a Clorox wipe and wiped everything around her. She wiped her seat. She wiped the window. She wiped the tray. She wiped the light and the switches and everything. She wiped the handlebar between her and the guy who was, uh, yes, sitting next to her. She was doing this with somebody sitting next to her. And me and James were looking at each other. Like, what is her deal? Whereas I can see that there would be germs on the airplane. That's too much. It's too much, but that's not the reason why you get sick on an airplane. It's the recycled air that everyone's breathing and exhaling, and like it doesn't get clean. That's why you get sick on an airplane. Not like touching things, especially like the window. You're like, are you licking the window? What are you doing? It's so strange. It's like touching money. People get really weird on airplanes. I just saw the video of someone like holding their underwear up to the airplane. I saw that too. I thought it was a child's underwear. I don't like maybe they wet themselves and they were like trying to dry it on because they didn't have any. I mean, I don't. It's you do you do what you got to do if you have a kid. But I will tell you, at any point when we're traveling with a two-year-old who we're not potty training, there are three spare outfits. Well, and the diaper bag. Yeah, and I was yeah. When I'm potty training, that's going to be up to five. <laughs> okay, be prepared. Okay, I'm always prepared. No, you're not. I'm not. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that was our little di- digression into likes, likes and, and dislikes. dislikes. I did like that whole segment on the movie, though. Yeah, I thought that was fun. This was a very refreshingly different movie. I, I thought. I was talking to Bernard Bard about it and I don't think it's a rom-com. I, I agree with you, but I think it's a light hearted movie. It's, it's hard to put this as a rom-com because the man and the woman who are, who like each other, they don't interact enough, you know? Yes. So that's tough. And I, I don't like there's comedy in it, but it's not a laugh out loud kind of movie as opposed to waitress, which was hysterical. <laughs> I, I, love, I mean, when he was pressing her face against the passenger side window, I was like, oh, boy, what a knee slapper. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah. Um, so how about her returning the box to the guy? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. She found him unbelievable. But then he just happened to go into the bar where she was at, sat next to her and just happened to talk about, I thought she followed him into the bar. I don't know. doesn't matter. Inconsequential. Uh, Either way, unbelievable. Either way, him going on a digression to a complete stranger about this box from his childhood and how it's going to lead him to get in touch with his daughter so he can get to know his grandchild. Unbelievable. Unless it's our mother, and then I could see it happening because a post would talk to her. Okay. You know I'm right. All right. I don't know. I just feel like people just spout their heart and souls out to random strangers all the time, actually. I'm not being sarcastic. Do you get that a lot? I do. But you're not a random stranger to some people. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Just like if you're at the grocery store, you'll get it. Sometimes. I would say like once a month. I don't know. No? No. I, I, You don't count at my job? I don't count at your job. Even if it's somebody that I don't know well. Yes, I don't count that because okay. you are a staple figure at your job. Okay. Just wondering. I like that staple figure. Um, Another unbelievable thing was... Gina, the waitress, mm-hmm. putting up with her ex being there every day. How are they not calling the police on exactly. this guy? How are they not getting a restraining order?
1: Very He's strange.
0: Making notes, like like stalking her. Yes, yeah. And then he does it to the curly-haired lady, Georgette. Yes, who has all the diseases. Do they end up together? Like at the end of the movie, did they break up? They broke up. Well, they had a fight, and then he was taking notes on her. Okay. I couldn't remember what happened at the end. I don't think they got resolved. Okay. I mean, the sex in the toilet scene was unbelievable. Yes. Not that it didn't happen, just that it was rattling all the glasses. That is forceful sex. Or not good integrity, building integrity (laughs) or whatever. Yeah. I I just think 20 feet away, it's not going to rattle the glasses so much. Maybe I'm wrong. He was such a little guy, too. He was a little guy. I did not find him attractive at all. Nope. Did you think Nina was attractive? We're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm sorry. You should be. Um... So that's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Maybe, maybe not as, yeah, whatever. Uh, I didn't understand something. Okay. Lay it on me. Why was Amelie sending these videos to the glass man? I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. I didn't know why the videos. I don't know. And number two, did the blind man play any kind of role, like, significant role that I wasn't getting? I think that was just her first random act of kindness. Okay. I think that was, like, after she gave Dominique the box, she was like, I'm going to help people now. And that was, like, her first opportunity. She really spedwalked that guy across the street. I was a little taken aback at how fast they went. And how trusting he was. He was just yes. totally all right with it and like smiling and having a good time. But I didn't know if they sped it up for the movie's sake. I don't know. I don't know either. But I was a little like, oh, we see this blind guy like three or four times. I wasn't sure. I'm don't, I'm telling you what. That time it was Maxwell, not Murphy. I'll give you some ear scratches. He's coming to me because he's scared of you right now. I know I'm terrifying. You are I'm a terrifying persona. Um, I don't No, nah, I feel like I'm getting ahead of myself with this next question. All two. right. Don't say it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Oh, well, I have one last unbelievability thing that I have starred, but it might also be leading into chemistry, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. How can you fall in love with somebody that you've never met? Because she felt like she got to know him through the pictures. Okay. I think that the movie laid some parallels to their lives ahead of time. So we wouldn't question them falling in love with each other. Okay. Like their lonely childhoods, the imagination thing. Did you think that he would actually survive working at a sex shop? No. I think sex would make him feel very uncomfortable. Yeah. However... Having said that, I will now say this. I would have thought that on his, like, little ghost ride where he scares people, I guess, that was really weird to me. That was really strange. Him touching her was creepy, and I wouldn't have thought him able to do that either. I thought would have thought he was too shy. Yeah, um, that's a really good point, and I agree. Yeah, but I also thought him touching her, I was like, does that mean that he remembers... Um, um, I, I thought um, that like him touching her so gingerly like that was like, like f- oh, I thought meant that her. he recognized her from the train station where they first saw each other and that's why he touched her, but that he totally didn't. That was, oh, no, he didn't because he didn't recognize her whenever he saw her in the shop. Oh, my most unbelievable thing of all. L- lay it on me. Does France really have all these photo booths and train stations everywhere? <laughs> I, was, like, I was wondering the same thing. I like, is this believable? Why are they why are people stopping on their way on and off the subway to take pictures? I have no idea. I can believe it in like a mall for like tweens and stuff like that. But in a train station, I don't yes. know. I can't figure that one out okay so that's my most unbelievable thing i was like no there's no way there's these photo booths that we were absolutely not um obstacles to them being together not knowing each other yes not having met her shyness yes she went back and forth a lot on whether to let him know her or not yes yeah her shyness is definitely a big part I think the only thing was it the glass man you think that allowed it to happen? Yeah. I think him calling her a coward and she didn't like that. Mm -mm. If he hadn't have done that, would Nino have persisted? Yes. What made him so interested in her? She was into his interests and his imaginative ways and, kind of weird like him like with the whole photo booth thing and the returning the photo album with that kind of a scavenger hunt Mm. um i think she kind of played into his likes and um dreaming ways i guess because they were both dreamers do you know what i mean yeah i think so he would have pursued her So her shyness was not what was an obstacle, but the way she went about everything was a strength. Yes. Would you have done the scavenger hunt? Yes. Okay. Would you? I don't know. I mean, to get the photo album back. Yeah. If it's something important to me, but I thought it was really endearing. The scavenger hunt or the photo album? The scavenger hunt. Yeah, I thought, yeah, it was cute. I really liked all of like the little mini adventures, like finding out who Dominique was, like finding out who lived in the place before her, then finding out which dude was the right one, and then finding him, and then the whole scavenger hunt thing, finding Nino, and I don't know. I just thought I, I liked every single little adventure. I'd like to stop the podcast for a PSA fur pie doesn't sell here oh my god that was so funny (laughs) i was not expecting i was not expecting that either yep but that was really really funny are you shaved (laughs) did she say we did she say yes i don't remember (laughs) i don't remember yeah fur pie doesn't sell what are you gonna do there were boobies in this movie there were yeah. Yeah, a lot of them. I didn't remember that. No peeps. No. You don't get peeps in a lot of movies, though. Just in belly pock. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, too. Oh, yeah. I've got a surprise for you. Those were the good old days, man. Watching a rom-com that was actually funny. Yeah. Those were the days. Hey, it's been like five now, I feel like. Um, When Harry Met Sally... So three. <laughs> it's been a long three. <laughs> it has been a long three. I did enjoy Amelie though. I did. I did too. All it, right. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was about to say something, but it's a good segue into chemistry. All right. So we're good with obstacles, her shyness, the fact that they're kind of lonely, loners, maybe loners and they have never met. Yeah. Yeah uh don't even know each other's names really he doesn't know who she is <laughs> is does he ride a bike or is it motorized i think it's motorized okay yeah so i couldn't figure that one hybrid. out kind of hybrid i didn't think their love story was compelling enough mm. that's why it's so hard for this to be like a romantic comedy like their romance didn't knock me off my feet or anything like I don't know. I just wish there would have been more. I mean, I guess not. I guess that was the point of the movie, but you want contact between the two people, you know, you want that kind of back and forth and tension, tension. Great word. Yeah. I think that's a good point. It's hard to assess someone's chemistry with another person when they're never together on the screen. Yeah. Um, and that, like you said before, that's why this is a rom com. It's kind of sketchy. It is, yeah. I I would say that the relationship maybe between Amelie and the Glass Man is more compelling than her relationship with Nino. I agree. Um, who I think became her surrogate father in the end. Even though she was still connected to her dad, she didn't really have an emotional connection to him. One of my favorite parts was the gnome. Did you, do you, I the, Do you remember those, like, the pr- the gnome pranks from, okay? Because yeah. you were still young when this came out. Yeah. Uh, I do remember that. But, like, all of those travel photos. And I kept writing down, I was like is she traveling to these places with the gnome and getting back super fast? I completely forgot about the air hostess friend. I couldn't figure it out either. Like I I forgot. How did the gnome get to Moscow? Yeah. In all caps. Um, but, and all the pictures the dad kept getting, it was so funny. I love that part. I found it hard to believe that that would inspire him to travel. Maybe I think he saw it as, the mother's spirit willing it to be a thing. I also thought that him and the mom, like, I found it hard to believe that they loved each other that much. They seemed completely separate from each other. They both loved cleaning out things and putting them back together. They were compatible in that manner. <laughs> maybe... Some, maybe that's a fault of all of us. We need to find it that satisfying to clean things out and put things together. Do you know who doesn't find that satisfying? Who? James. <laughs> you also said you didn't find that satisfying. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just ragging on James. Uh, uh, poor James. Not here to defend himself. Eh. We all have our things. Mine's closets. Ooh, I, l- I like to have closets you? cleaned out and organized. Booby squeeze. <laughs> hey <laughs> bernard fur pie doesn't sell That's a quote from this movie fur pie doesn't sell, sell. oh gotta take her for fur pie bernard says fur pie does sell does any pie sell he says yes was Bur- that that was a thing in the 90s though shaved I remember them talking shaved. Shaved. I love that he's in Stranger Things. I was just gonna say, do you know that Murray is the guy from Other Guys? Oh yeah. Be you, Arnie Palmuler, Arnie Palmuler. And by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but he does seem very smooth. Like there is no hair peeking out of that wife beater. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't notice, but I really and his legs weren't hairy because his shorts were very short. Yeah. So I guess he is like not maybe not shaved, but he's he's not very hairy. (laughs) I'm just saying. What's his name? Brett Gelman. I don't know. Shout out to Brett Gelman. Shout out Brett Gelman. He's great. He's funny in everything I've ever seen him in. He was also in. Oh, I was going to say, is there more than two? He was in Love on Netflix. I don't know that. It's with uh, Gillian Jacobs. She's from Pittsburgh oh the lady from set it up no the lady from Abitha. yes i want to watch that movie again it's been a while hey, hey we'll get there hell yeah we'll get there once these next 31 movies are done i'm sure they're gonna be 31 gems too um, it's a lot of shaking going on a lot of shaking do you ever go to like a fancy bar and the fucking cocktail maker's are just shaking it out real hard, like really using everything they've got. And I'm like, come on, man. It doesn't take that much. I actually think it does. What? Yes. The one cocktail server that made our drinks said that the trick is to get little ice bits in there and you really have to shake hard to do that. Is that better? Okay. Bernard said the vanilla vodka makes the difference. I need to... Throw mine back. Oh, baby. This is going to be real hard. This Come is a on. Lot. Dr- Slug. <laughs> slug no. it. No. Slug it and then take a drink from the sippy cup. Yeah, the chipped ice with little bits of shaved ice. I look. At, I think this next one might be more like cream soda. It's going to be <sighs> delish. Uh, so one of the dislikes is going to be this drink, baby. I just don't like gulping down a lot of. Heavy alcohol. Glad I ate before this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, what were we talking about? We Chemistry? were talking about the lack of interaction between Nino and Amelie and how it hurts this movie being a rom com. Correct. Because the interactions between the two, the love interests, are key. Yeah. We have the witty banter. And I guess they did have witty banter in a manner of speaking. Not in a manner of speaking. No speaking. Well, yeah, she took the... It looks like you're like... I'm having a a rock rock star, like trying to hold your microphone, like... I'm having a hard time with this mic. Do you need some scarves for your microphone? I would love that. If I could be the Steven Tyler (laughs) of podcasts, (laughs) that would be amazing. You'd have to do a lot more Coke. Is it Coke that he likes? I don't know, but... By saying that, you imply that I need to add more Coke <laughs> to my sorry. already to my menu of Coke already. And I would like to say, for the record, that there is no Coke. There is no Coke in your life. All right, so let's try the, the altered, windmill, the altered drink. Yeah, with vanilla vodka instead. <laughs> That's a lot of vodka. I I don't like it as much. I I think it's very close. Thank you, Bernard, for changing. Um, don't th- change for me. I wonder why. <laughs> Thanks, Bernard. Thanks, Bernard. It tastes stronger. It does taste stronger. I don't know why, but I feel mm. bad for saying that. <laughs> no, I feel bad because I feel like vanilla vodka was my decision. No, I felt no. It was a joint decision, but I feel bad saying that it wasn't as good after he just made us our drinks. Anyway, anywho, anywho. Um, oh, we were talking about the glass man and her having more of a chemistry. Yes, the old man, the old men, really bringing it to the table in these rom coms. Uh, the older and wiser, I think yeah is this a real like thing because when I heard the glassman I was auto automatically like Ooh, Samuel L. Jackson yeah is it a real disease I don't know okay we'll get back to you on that one couldn't tell you so do we agree glassman and Amelie, the main relationship in this movie yes or is it Amelie's relationship with herself I don't know what was the purpose of the guy in the diner with Georgette and the other one? The writer, the failed writer. Yeah, I didn't get him, but I even mean the stalker guy. What was the point of all of this? Like, Comedy? just her do-gooding? Was the guy, was the stalker supposed to be funny? Do you think? It has to be right. I, the the writer, I really didn't get him. I did so the writer I didn't understand really. Yeah. Um, now there was something in the facts about the last scene where she wrote a quote of his from Hippolyte or whatever it was. Yeah. And it had something to do with copyright or recycling or whatever he had been complaining about, but I didn't understand it, to be frank. So I guess just, is this her way, is interacting with these people her way of just being in society? Yeah. Because she wasn't allowed to be. Yeah. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was exciting. So, um, So, attractiveness, did you find Nino attractive? I did. I thought he was cute. I was, I did too. I thought he was kind of like, a non-conventional like leading man kind of thing like an every an everyday guy that i would have like looked twice at yeah for sure yeah there was something about him that was very cute and i found the amount of styles audrey tatal could do with her short hair very i loved her style i did too i really liked it she was wearing doc martens I noticed that. I love all her like dresses and skirts and sweaters and like the hair thing that you mentioned. And Mm -hmm. she was just really adorable. I found myself imagining myself with that haircut and then being like, nope, "Nope, I couldn't do it. Nope. She has such a delicate like bone structure. Like I love short bangs, like mini bangs. uh, Yes. What are they called? Is it mini bangs or is it micro bangs? (laughs) Depends on how short they are, whether they're mini or micro. I don't know. But there's a word for it. Mm. There is a word for it. I thought mini. Mini bangs, but I could I, be wrong. I love them on other people. I just can't do it. Yeah. You no, know, You had that hairstyle once when you were young. I thought it was super cute. You did not like it. Whenever I looked like I was in a different race. That one. What? Haven't you ever seen my ID? from college the one where I look like I'm not white no I don't remember that I'll have to show you okay I the because at school you would swipe your ID for like your lunch and stuff like that for your meals and then twice this happened the lady thought I was using somebody else's ID wow like no this is me and she like yeah that happened twice wow that's weird I didn't know that that happened. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I like that hair on you. I thought it was really good. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I think we will not be seeing a repeat of that hair, I guess. No, you will not. Um, the kiss. Weird. I thought the same thing. I didn't get it. Not necessarily like how she kissed him, but how she wanted him to repeat how she kissed him also she prevented him from speaking so that they didn't talk to each other they just kissed each other yeah maybe it was supposed to be romantic but it was a little strange you want you would want a high before you started kissing someone person that I've never met yes (laughs) at the very least you don't go for sexy stranger (laughs) nope and I don't know, like, it's a good thing that they were so well-paired because kissing the corner of the mouth and then the jawbone and the then the neck? eyelid, like... It was weird. Like, what was there a significance of, like... I don't know. And then she made him do it, and then they boned. Yes. Which I guess that maybe she'll enjoy sex this time. I guess. I did love her face. I know so me too. much. Me too. Like in the credits, when she was like, she tried sex and didn't get it, and she's yeah. looking at the camera, smiling like, "He's working so hard. Oh, yeah. Just let him go." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did too. I thought it was so funny. Like within the first minute, we saw boobs. You remember that? No, they were introducing like the parents, and then they showed the mom like naked, getting pregnant like the belly thing yeah but there were boobs and huge nipples oh i can't believe you don't remember the huge nipples i was concentrating maybe on the belly that was in the facts like that was some kind of like some guy took 20 stills a day of his wife's pregnancy or something and that made it yeah that was a whole thing was anyone else concerned about the babies that were swimming underwater? Yes, they were underwater for a long, long time. time. They didn't look sad. They looked like they were enjoying themselves, but they just seemed to be underwater for a long time. How much water do you think they breathed in? Because they did, like I didn't see bubbles coming out or anything. Like I don't know. It's very weird. I th- is there a trick to not get your baby to breathe underwater? Well, you're supposed to blow in their face and then put them under. I thought the blowing in their face was just to keep their eyes open. Closed? No, open. Like if you blow in... No, that doesn't make sense, does it? I have no idea. Now I'm more confused. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this from three men and a baby. I remember they take the baby yes. to the pool. <laughs> yes, and I they do. they want to take a picture underwater. Yeah, so, they so they blow, they blow in, in the face. face. To keep the eyes open, I thought. but Blow that doesn't in my make face. Sense. Blow in my face. All right. Tell me what Excuse you... me while I blow in Allison's face. <laughs> What's my reaction? Blow in my face. I just closed my eyes. No, you close free, <laughs> I just, I feel like it's the eye test where they throw that puff in your eye, and I just want to close my eye. I think that I would have to hold you underwater to get the full scope. <laughs> of this test correct. <laughs> that first that first breath got a lot of spit on me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't realize <laughs> I mean, that's why I closed my eyes preemptively? Because you knew I was gonna spit on you. I did not mean to spit on you, I'm no, sorry. It's okay. I'm sure that's gonna be a riveting minute or thirty seconds for the listeners. If they make it that far. <laughs> It's we has got a- like three people who listen to this <laughs> all the way through. Maybe. <laughs> Thank God there are some people who just like things without listening the whole way through. Yeah. Well, I tell my friends, I'm like, even if you don't listen to it, just so we get a listen, can you just like move the thing all the way to the end so it counts it as a listen? DSI. Just fast forward till the end. Just give us a listen, guys. Yeah. I'm very interested always to see what the end song is. So just... Use that as your curiosity. Uh Belly Pock did not have an end song. Wow. You just let that one roll, huh? What the fuck am I gonna put at the end of that song? Wow. Here's what I would put at the end of that song. I Crickets? Put, no, I would <laughs> put I would put the what's going on <laughs> four the- non-blondes that's, that's so exactly dumb. fucking right because those daughters were not fucking blonde and there were four of them and there were four four non-blondes it's going well <laughs> For pie doesn't sell you're talking into the top of the microphone I'm having a real hard time with this mic today <laughs> do you want to switch? no it's too late I'm going to see this bitch through <laughs> Um, the kiss was weird. The kiss was really weird. I mean, I don't know of anybody who would have seen that kiss through. Like the moment someone kissed my eyelid, I would have been like, deuces. We just met and you didn't even let me say hello. Yeah. She put his, her hand on his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Your daughter was doing that the other day after I told, (sighs) who did I tell shush? Maybe the girls, but then your daughter was like, "Shh, shh." That's shh. <laughs> really cute. Uh, that's because she's adorable. Mm-hmm. True fact. True and fact. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sorry. It's really hard. We're getting so off topic just because it was a great movie. Don't get me wrong. Really enjoyed it. It's just not meeting our criteria of a rom com. It's one of those movies, like, I always think there's movies with the typical, like, exposition, rising action, yeah. climax, falling action. This is just a story. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, to me, The Garden State was one of those. Just a story. More of a rom-com than this movie, though. You think so? I do. Okay. I wish it was on this list. Yeah. I, I'm i interested to know if that movie stands, like, the test of time. Like, I watch that a lot, when I was in college like 20 times. Yeah, at least. And I'm very interested to see if that would. Well, maybe we can do that after yeah. the list or after the Netflix rom-coms or before the Netflix rom-coms. Yes. Either one. Woody banter. I think there was some Woody banter between Nino and Amelie just in picture form. She put a question mark on her belly. Isn't that witty? That was weird. She dressed up as Zorro. That was cute. That was witty. Yes. The whole scavenger hunt has to count as a witty banter. It has to. Yeah. That took thought. It took a plan. It did. He loved it. Yes. She did like the whole phone booth thing. Would you answer a phone booth call? Fuck no. Yeah, neither would I. But someone was always there to answer that call. Like that random woman who was like, for you. Good luck finding a phone booth now. I think there's one by the Turnpike, like, booths. But when's the last time you saw a payphone? London. There you go. Not in the U.S. The Bay. Not in the U.S. The Bay. So maybe this could be believable in Europe. Did you notice any, like, photo booth things anywhere in Rome or London? Definitely not Rome. London. London. None come to mind. So we Mm -mm. need someone from France to tell us whether these photo booths are in existence. Or existed in the 90s. Okay. Yes. Because that that was like 30 years ago. Oh my God. 20 years ago. 30 years ago. How old am I? I'm 29. You're going to be 30. years ago. I know. I'm going to be 40. You don't look a day over 25. Thank you. That's a lie, but I appreciate it nonetheless. You don't look a day over 30. There you go. I tell Bernard frequently, fifties the new 30 and 40 is the new 25. So you're going into your teens just <laughs> about now. Uh, uh, so you think that the witty banter was there, just not in words. Yes. It was, it was actions, not words. It was stratagems and do you fell, duffel yell. Stratagems? Didn't didn't Glassman talk to her about her stratagems? Stratagems, yeah. S T R A G E M S. Yes, it's a word. Strat. S T R A T E G M S. I don't know. how I was trying spell to it. decide if you were drunk and like weren't able to say strategies. <laughs> no, stratagems is a <laughs> noun. And he talks about it, yeah, and how she's kind of like they have their place, but it can be overdone. Because in the end, he just wants her to meet this guy. Yeah. Did you... How did you feel about Glassman's interactions with Lucian? Confused. Okay, me too. I don't know why he shouted at him that one time. The only thing that I could figure out was that he was so intrigued by the thing that Lucian found under the door. And that was his way of getting rid of him. Because that was the only time, like, he really let him have it. Yeah. But couldn't tell ya. The Glassman was like... Trying to teach Lucien how to kind of get back at Colignan, I guess. Yes. And then he was helping him. And then all of a sudden he just like yelled at Lucien to get because out. Because he brought up Lady Die again. Oh. Because he had like a fixation on her. When did Lady Di Die die? Um, I was in high school. Okay. So... I was so probably a like junior, 97. Okay. 97 or 98. Okay. Yeah. Somewhere around then. Okay. I remember, I remember exactly where I was and what I was doing. Really? Absolutely. Whoa. I was at my BFF's house watching Saturday night live when there was a special news bulletin about it. And my friend started crying. Did you cry? I don't remember, but I remember on Monday morning, one of my honors ELA journal, like entries was about what happened to her. I think it's so strange how America is obsessed with the Royal family. I hear it's not like that over there. I honestly couldn't tell you. I didn't ask anybody about it. Yeah. Because why would you? Right. But yeah, we're just obsessed with like the Royal family and everything. And Buckingham palace was swarmed because way down deep inside, we all want to be royalty. Like we all want something to make us special. I don't want to be royalty. I want to be special for my podcasting skills. Boom. Uh, somehow I don't think this one's going to get us there, Allison. It'll be just fine. <laughs> 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 what? You know, you think you don't think people like to listen to people ramble about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, po- well, it got Seinfeld a lot of places. So right. maybe it'll this work the for us about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like seriously, it's just so hard to put the, this movie into the, our criteria just like, it's not the believability was easy because it was so unbelievable, but like everything else, like the moment they fall in love, are we there yet? We're there yet. Yeah, we're there. They don't like, I still maintain that you can't fall in love with somebody if you've never spoken to them, but he became obsessed with the idea about her. Because she was trying so hard to get to him. Well, she somehow surmised the best way to get to him. Or at least to get his interest. Interest is not love. It's an infatuation. I just... These movies consistently blur the line of infatuation and love. That's something that I see a lot. Like Waitress. Like Belly Pop. Even like... I was gonna say like crazy stupid love infatuation with like the kids and stuff and hmm. Um, if I had the list of movies in front of me, no, I'd be that's able okay. To... You you did very well there. Bridget Jones's Baby with Patrick Dempsey and uh, mm-hmm. Renee Zellweger. Yeah, maybe it's the writing, maybe it's the actors, but like, how do you portray love more than? The infatuation, maybe it's the time, like when Harry met Sally, there's so much time that passes between them, but I, there's also a lot of on-screen time with each other. I I think that you're on to something with the time, like, <laughs> like your little <laughs> so, celebration. I mean, is isn't infatuation before love like when your boyfriend girlfriend or just meeting someone you're infatuated with them you don't love them them. It, it takes time to fall in love yeah and in the movie do we have time to accurately show people falling in love unless there's some elapsed time happening i just don't think it's possible which is why bridget jones had to end up With Darcy, because over the three movies, it always came back to him. Yep. So you know that they're in love. Yep. This movie, this podcast has gone to... Back to Bridget Jones. It all comes back to Bridget Jones, or When Harry Met Sally. Like, But as you said, it stretched over 20 years? Yeah. 15 years? Yeah. And they did have a lot of on-screen time together. Yeah. So that makes sense to me. Yeah. I... So, does the moment they fall in love become the moment they become infatuated with each other? In this movie, yes. So, what was the moment when he became infatuated with her? The um, photos in his book of her with, like, the, the question mark on the belly and, like, the, like, do you want to... Was it do you want to meet? I don't remember. But she put, like, a few photos of herself and, like where to meet or whatever. And I don't remember any of the translations of what written. Yes. I don't remember tough. a lot of those. That was tough. Um, I agree. Like I would have pinpointed that specific photo for him becoming, being into her, like that question mark on the belly. Cause that's the one he copied Yeah, and like put everywhere. What about her for him? I feel like she first got infatuated whenever she, saw him forget his album but that's not the first time she saw him it was in the train station when he was scraping tra- under the yes when he was trying to get those photos did she care back them mm-hmm. i don't think she did she was intrigued she was intrigued it's tough stuff yeah I would go with the photo for him for her. I might even do it later. Like when she when he was at the two windmills and she was writing behind him. I thought he was going to find out who she was based on the writing. So did I. And by the way, did you notice that she was writing backwards? No. Yeah, she was writing backwards, I think. Because she was writing but you could read it from the opposite side. Kid did not notice. I think I'm right because I remember watching it going, Oh my God, she's not even stuttering with that writing. (laughs) She's just writing it backwards. (laughs) Yeah. So that was impressive. If that's what actually happened, hopefully my brain just didn't do it. So I think that's when she truly fell in love with him because that's when she became scared to have him like see her. Okay so when he was in the two windmills okay iconic scene honestly I just think about them at the end riding the bike together Mm. and being happy and in love can I ask you a really off topic question I love off topic questions what was the point of the first scene where they talked about the guy who scratched out his best friend's name in his address book because he died couldn't tell you Okay. Forgot that that even happened until you brought it up. I, the only way I could make sense from it was that someone died. So there was a spirit open for Amelie's mom to become pregnant with another consciousness. But then I was like, this is thinking too deep. I didn't give it a second thought after it passed the screen. Okay. I just thought like, Oh, that's sad. I would have just kept it in there. I never erase anyone's name out of my address book. Same. I, yeah. And it's an address book. It's, it's fine. Okay. So, iconic scene for me, really a lot of difficulty with that one. It's tough. But, I mean, whenever I close my eyes and I picture, I just see her cute face. That's I was going to pick one of the moments where she looked at the camera and smiled because she always knew there was an ongoing story happening. Yeah. So I would have gone with one of those times, like with when she was fucking around and Colin yawn's oh, apartment. Yeah. And she looks at the cameras like, wait till you see this one. Like, that's what I would have picked. My favorite one of those. And this is final thoughts territory a little bit. Uh, my favorite one was the doorknobs, the changing the doorknobs around. I was going to say the same thing. Genius. He was so messed up by it. Yes. So messed up by it. And the slippers, she swapped the slippers out for just slightly tighter slippers. Oh, it was so funny. I, um, was a little disturbed when, remember Georgette and the stalker. Fucked in the bathroom. Before that. He like came over and was talking to her, and he was like, "Do you mind?" And he reached out. Oh, he touched her breast. Yeah, what was that? Like, was there an excuse he was trying to find for touching? Was it like a shaving of the of the scratch off? I could not figure it out. I was like, "Okay, there's something on her shirt." Oh no, he's just touching her boob. He was a creep. He was a creep. I I think. Long story short, a lot of stuff in here didn't make sense separately, but it all seemed to make sense together. It did. Except for the writer. Yeah. I I still don't understand the writer. I don't get that either. I would totally say watch this movie. Yeah. Oh wait, do you do they stay together? Ooh, um, yes. I think so too. I'm glad you said that. Why do you think they stay together? they're both so different that they're similar. Yeah. They're both. Yeah. They're both weirdos. So (laughs) they have to be with another weirdo. Yeah. For it to make sense for them. They just fit so perfectly together. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Remember when Amelie asked the sex shop worker, she's like, what about his girlfriend? And she goes, Oh, he can't keep one for long. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at my notes right now. And I like, I stopped taking notes very early. Um, I stopped taking notes after the baby swimming in the video. It was the last note about like the babies and how long they were underwater. Baby swimming, I don't get these videos. <laughs> oh, and then I said, "Oh, the airline hostess." Yeah, that, yeah, with the gnome. It's great. Would she be allowed to bring that with her? I don't know. Yeah, it's before 9/11, so anything goes. I guess I I, probably as long as it can go like in the little metal detector. It's fine. Yeah. I would say watch this movie for sure. It's very enjoyable. It is enjoyable. Don't don't expect it to be your typical rom-com. It's different. You have to pay attention. I had a, for whatever reason. I had a lot harder of a time keeping up with these subtitles than the Bella Pac subtitles. Like, and understanding the plot. I did, too. I had to pause a lot more frequently. Yeah. Well, with the taking notes and stuff like that, too. But I did have to pause more. I also made a pizza in the middle of it, so maybe that has something to do with (laughs) it. Um, (laughs) It was so hard to eat the pizza, read, and take notes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Set aside, like, a chunk of time where you're, you're ready to, like pay attention to something you won't be sorry it's lighthearted it's amusing it's not ha ha funny but it's amusing Mm -hmm. um and it's a little bit of a different take on life yeah yeah i really i really liked how they brought everything together at the end i did as well with the dad going on the vacation even Um, though he was a terrible father yeah her parents were terrible she was a good daughter yes how about that i wanted to mention the revenge that she got on the neighbor. Remember, like he said that when she takes pictures with her camera, it causes car accidents or something like that. Oh my God. That was awful. And then she sat on the roof and fucked with his soccer game that he was watching. I was like justified. So justified. It was justified. But at the same time, I was like, where the fuck are her parents? She's on the fucking roof of a building. But they were probably Peeling off wallpaper, cleaning out stuff. He was a terrible human being. To make a five-year-old or six-year-old believe that she's causing car accidents. By taking pictures. It's harmless. Yes. Especially for a five-year-old. Yes. It absolutely is. What the hell? That was one thing I remembered at the last second. Um, I I think her parents are up there with Disney parents. Just terrible. Yeah. I was trying to think of a Disney parent who's like good and came up with none. I mean, King Triton, the worst. Mufasa? Good, died too early. He died early, yeah. Sarabi and Mufasa, good parents. <laughs> for lions. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that lions sleep for 20 hours a day? I knew it was a lot. I did not know that much. Oh, the Pittsburgh Zoo lion just died. One of the lions at the Pittsburgh Zoo apparently had a rare form of lion epilepsy. What? He had a seizure, fell, broke his jawbone, and so they put him down because they said it was too traumatic. Yeah. So he had a brother they're keeping an eye on because they were very close. Oh. Oh, Yeah, just the emotional bond. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's awful so thanks on that note i'm would, going to edit that out <laughs> it's current events but it's sad hey i'll turn it around did you hear about the six beaver kits i did not hear about the six beaver they kits. have hilarious names one is nugget one is i think paddle one is bert are these at the zoo yeah it's a pittsburgh zoo all right pittsburgh zoo Oh, much like Amelie. A death and then a life. Seven lives. Seven lives. One, one death, seven lives. <laughs> one lion death is equal to seven beaver lives. Yes. <laughs> Mehmet, Paddles, Nugget, Bert, Apollo, Brooklyn, and Norman. Come see them today at the Pittsburgh Zoo. It's way too fucking hot to go to the zoo. Not for the beavers. <laughs> <laughs> i could have gone so many ways beaver pies don't (laughs) sell here beaver pie (laughs) um do you have any more final thoughts marie i would give this a three out of five on the rom-com scale just because it's not typical rom-com i would it's a good movie it's a good movie i would give it if we were talking movie scales i would give it a higher score but a rom-com scale i give it a three yeah um feel good yes what i watched again probs but I, it, it, it is work to watch it just because it's you have to like read and pay attention like you can't just like go in and out yeah yeah you will definitely have an easier time finding this movie than bell epoch <laughs> um <laughs> It's on HBO for free right now. Yeah, it's on HBO Go. Go watch it. Our next movie coming up is What's Up, Doc? with Barbara Streisand, Ryan O'Neill, and Madeline Kahn. And, Who's Ryan O'Neill? Um, Tatum O'Neill's brother. Cool. Or father, one of them. Cool. All right. Uh, he was a heartthrob way back when in the day. Cool. So um, Madeline Kahn gives me hope and Barbara Streisand is ever fabulous in everything she does. I just read that she clones her dogs. So look that up on BuzzFeed. Until then, what, please rate, rate, review, subscribe. I don't know why you're pointing at me. There's not another one. Rate, review, subscribe. Follow. S- subscribe. Follow on Instagram. Oh, yeah at Toasty romcoms and Twitter at A Toast to romcoms. And that's about it. Until next time for What's Up, Doc. Cheers.